Welcome back to After the Buzzer Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Mayer. Okay, so in today's episode, there's not like a ton to do, and we're not going to be joined by Colin either, but I wanted to, you know, change things up from always just the day-to-day sports news, so I'm going to go over my NFL mock draft today. There's going to be trades involved. I'm not really going to discuss the trades. I didn't really get too um, in-depth on the trades. I just swapped the picks, and then there'd obviously be more involved, but I don't really, I didn't go into detail on the trade. I just did a few realistic trades, and it's just the first round of the NFL mock draft, so I did that um, today, so I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, Billy... Or no one else has called in since the two Garask by Charles. So Billy hasn't called in in a while, unfortunately. So David Price starts tonight. So um, I don't know if that bet's going to happen. But, you know, we'll see. I'm still open to the bet even if he wins tonight. So if they do win, I'm still open. But if they lose, then the bet was never on. But that's all right. Hopefully some of you guys call in on the Anchor Mobile app. And also, I just want to say tomorrow I can't. Um, make a promise on this. I'm not sure it will happen. I can't make a promise, but there is a chance, a chance that Thomas from Break It Down NBA joins us tomorrow. There's a chance. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm not guaranteeing it, but there's a chance, and there's a chance I also go on his show tomorrow, so stay tuned for that in case. Um, that would probably, that episode would be earlier than the usual, like, 7, 8 o'clock time at earliest. It would probably be a few hours earlier. We, Colin would be on the show, but it would be me and Thomas, which would be interesting, spice things up, be all NBA. Because he's really, um, really smart with the NBA. And, you know, he knows some other sports, but it's really just NBA with him. He's really smart with it, so you should hear that. I went on the show right when he begun, begun, it was way before I even started this, a few weeks and he's really good, so you should go check that out. Um, so hopefully we can do that. I can't guarantee it, though. So, uh, yeah, let's get to my um, NFL mock draft. Okay, so as I said, there's going to be a few trades in here and whatnot. So this isn't what necessarily I think the team should do. It's what I think is going to happen. And um, with the first overall pick, the Arizona Cardinals are going to pick Kyler Murray, quarterback out of Oklahoma. As you know, this is a pick I don't like. They could prove me wrong. I think I'm hating on Kyler Murray a little too much, but if he's a bust, I was first, uh, maybe not first to say, but I said that. I was right. Um, but, you know, I'm supposed to make some bold takes, and this isn't really too bold. Some people think he's going to be great. Some people think he's, I just don't really like him. It's not that you don't like him. It's just I'm not sure. You know, maybe he will. I'm not counting it out, but I don't know. Especially with Josh Rosen. It just doesn't really make sense because they have a ton of older holes to fill around Josh Rosen, and they just picked them. Come on. But I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to pick him. It seems like every day, more and more, I'm getting convinced more and more that they're actually going to take Kyler Murray here and end up trading Josh Rosen. I think they're already talking about trading him. It's been reported. So there's just a lot of evidence to think that they're going to pick Kyler Murray here. All right. Then at number two, we have the San Francisco 49ers. They're picking pass rusher Nick Bosa out of Ohio State. Bosa is probably the best player in this draft. I really don't think there's a doubt about it. The only thing that has to scare you about Bosa is the injuries. That's literally it. Um, this guy, he's not going to be a bust. He's 
he's a very safe pick. The only thing unsafe about it, again, is the injuries. But, you know, Joey Bosa's his brother. He's doing fine. He deals with injuries, too. So just an injury-prone player. But besides that, he's a great player. And he's really going to help complete that San Francisco defense that hopefully Richard Sherman can bounce back for them, too. And uh, they can keep building around Jimmy G. You know, this is a big year for them. But Nick Bosa, uh, that's a good pick for them. Then we have our first trade, the New York uh, Jets. Uh, make a trade with the Washington uh, Redskins. So as I said, I'm not going to get into detail, but the Jets would give up the third pick for the Redskins' 15th pick and more. The Redskins will probably give up some more picks, some players, but for now, because I didn't really get into detail on trades, they barely even had enough time to finish this, so I didn't get in detail with the trades. So there will be more that Washington gave up than just the 15th pick for the third, obviously. But they do this to get Dwayne Haskins, quarterback out of Ohio State. Now the thing is, they don't want to risk it. Odds are Oakland probably wouldn't take him or Tampa Bay. But just to be safe and make sure New York doesn't get him or trade up, they beat New York to Dwayne Haskins. And there have been reports that um, Dwayne, the Giants might not pick Dwayne Haskins, but the Redskins want to make sure they get Dwayne Haskins. Despite having Case Keenum, they need their franchise quarterback. I think Haskin, uh, Haskins would be a good fit. And the Redskins... I mean, they're not afraid to uh, take risk and trade up. They did it with RG3, and I think they might do it again with Dwayne Haskins here. So the Jets now have the 15th pick. The fourth pick is the Oakland Raiders, and they're going to pick outside linebacker Josh Allen out of Kentucky. Allen, this guy can rack up sacks. He's a very good pass rusher. He he was ranked like nine, 8 to 10 by a lot of people, really climbed quickly up to like a top 4 or 5 prospect at least by most people. And I think the Jets... Probably would have taken him at third overall because they have Sam Darnold, who I think I think people are like, yeah, he's a lock for franchise quarterback. Well, he dealt with injuries last season and threw like the league leading picks and he played like half the season. So I wouldn't say that, but they don't need, really need a quarterback at the moment. I think they would have taken Josh Allen, but they didn't really need a pass rusher with guys like C.J. Mosley. And I feel like they need more offense than defense, so they trade down to get some – pieces and more draft picks because I think they're going to try. Maybe we'll see. Uh, Their pick may not be an offensive player, but they just trade down, try to get, you know, all these pieces. But the Oakland uh, Raiders take Josh Allen. Although I do think they might've taken Devin Bush or Devin White there. Um, You know, that I think they put that into consideration, but they'll take Josh Allen. But fifth going to Tampa Bay, we inside linebacker at LSU, Devin White for them. You, Quinn and Williams is falling here, but the reason they don't take Quinn and Williams is because they have Gerald McCoy. Their linebackers and secondary is horrible, but their front four isn't as bad. So Quinn and Williams just isn't much of a need. And Gerald McCoy is falling off a little in age and everything, but he's not as much of a need. They're going to take Devin White here. who's He's a good, I like him. He's good. And then sixth to the Giants is Quinn and Williams, defensive tackle out of Alabama. Now this kind of is unexpected a little bit because... <clears throat> Sorry, most could say, you know, everyone kind of expects like Dwayne Haskins here, but nope, not anymore because the Redskins took him. So the Giants might think about trading down, but they don't and just decide, you know, we're going to take Quinn and Williams. This is going to be a good pick. This team really lacks on um, pass rushing. And I mean, yeah, he isn't a pass rusher, but 
he's someone who can be stout up on the defensive line. And I still think those front four type guys, even defensive tackle like Quinn and Williams, he may not be exactly a pass rusher, but he is in a way, and he'll still help that very lackluster Giants pass rush. Um, maybe they could have traded down, try to get someone, because there's a lot of pass rushers in the teens, especially in the early teens that I have going. But they decided, you know, we're just going to pick Wyndham Williams. He fell into our hands at number six. He's a top four prospect. You know what? We'll take him. All right, seventh to Jacksonville. They're going to take outside tackle out of Florida, Jawan Taylor. Now, this pick, Jawan Taylor was a uh, very good offensive tackle at Florida. Obviously, he's going to pick him in the top ten. But with Nick Foles and with Dwayne Haskins and Kyler Murray off the board, they're not going to go ahead and get Drew Locke, and so they're going to take Jawan Taylor. And I don't think Drew Locke's a top 10 talent. Maybe he goes in the top 10. You'll see in a minute. But I think this is too early for Drew Locke. And instead, he'll, they say, you know what? Let's build up our offensive line a little. We need help offensive uh, and offense desperately. Their defense is set in stone. They have Nick Foles. And although I think Nick Foles was just a system quarterback in Philly, four years, $88 million is absurd. And the best he'll do is mentor a young quarterback, which they don't have, so it doesn't matter. I don't think he'll be good there, but... They're going to pick Jawan Taylor, try to get an offensive tackle for the future at number seven. And then number eight, a pick that maybe some people don't expect. A few people that really study the NFL might see this happening. Number eight, the Detroit Lions are going to take TJ Hawkinson, a tight end out of Iowa. Now, the reason is TJ Hawkinson's the best tight end in this draft. And the Lions have showed after picking Eric Ebron that they're interested in the tight end for the future. And Eric Ebron's not on the team anymore, so they picked TJ Hawkinson. The team's obviously interested in players from the Patriots. They signed Matt Patricia as their head coach, who's the former Patriots defensive coordinator. They signed him, Danny Amendola and Trey Flowers. And now they're going to take TJ Hawkinson, who has drawn Rob Gronkowski comparisons. I don't think he's going to be Rob Gronkowski, but he's drawn comparisons to a Rob Gronkowski type. So it makes sense that Detroit would pick him at number eight, especially in need for a tight end. And then we have number nine here, uh, the Buffalo Bills are going to pick DK Metcalf, wide receiver out of Ole Miss. He's a huge hitter miss. Um, and it came down really for me to him or Roshan Gary, uh, the pass rusher out of Michigan. But they're going to go with um, DK Metcalf because they're when it comes down to it, they sat there. I think they're going to sit there and say, Build around Josh Allen or add to our defense. I feel like the defense is underappreciated in a way, it's actually pretty good. Uh, they're an all right defensive team, but they need help offensively. And if DK Metcalf, if this is a hit, he's going to be a home run, the great receiver. He is a very injury-prone player, and I think his production at Ole Miss is something people under us, uh, you know, underlook. And sure, he's a deep target, but this makes sense. Josh Allen has a cannon for an arm. So to have a guy like DK Metcalf who can win those 50-50 balls and really he's not a good route runner and only really runs downfield, that's fine because Josh Allen has a cannon and DK Metcalf would be a good fit. And if he's a hit, he'll be a great fit with the Bills and him and Josh Allen will be a duo for years to come. Number 10, the Denver Broncos. So this was an interesting position because the Broncos, I felt like when I looked at the Joe Flacco today, it was like, hey, you take on salary, but I think the Broncos could still potentially make noise for a playoff spot. And here's why. They're going to have a new coach. I forget who their uh, new coach is. But um, not only that, but their defense is getting old, but it's still pretty good. 
their defense starting to fall off, but they need to maximize the window for that defense. So instead of picking a defensive player, let's get our quarterback for the future. I mean, that was for the Joe Flacco trade. I think they got Flacco to try to maximize the time for the defense. But Flacco, I mean, the odds of him succeeding aren't great, and he's getting pretty old. So they take their quarterback for the future. And it's not that Drew Locke's a top 10 talent or anything, but this is the perfect quarterback for GM John Elway. Elway, this is a perfect fit for John Elway. This is Elway's type of quarterback, and he's not passing up on Drew Locke or risking him going anywhere else. He's going to take Drew Locke, who's like his perfect dream quarterback, and he's going to take him for the quarterback of the future. Number 11, the Cincinnati Bengals take outside linebacker out of Mississippi State, Montez Sweat. This is a little bit of a risky pick due to his heart condition, but Sweat is a great talent. It's a big risk because of this heart condition, which is very sad to say because this guy has some great talent. But they're going to take a uh, pass rusher. Again, they probably could have taken Brian Burns, but they're going to take Sweat, who definitely has bigger upside um, than Burns for sure, but it's just the heart condition. If it weren't for the heart condition, I'd say I probably would have had him going fifth instead of Devin White to Tampa Bay. That's debatable, but... Uh, he, he's a great talent, but again, the heart condition has to scare you. But Cincinnati takes a risk and hopes that number 11, Sweat's a great pick for number 11 talent-wise, but again, that heart condition. Number 12, the Packers, uh, Green Bay Packers take another uh, back-to-back outside linebackers. They're going to take the one out of Florida State, Brian Burns. Just sounds kind of like a Green Bay-type name. I, I don't know, that's weird. <laughs> uh yeah, they could have taken Devin Bush here. Yeah, they could have taken a guy like Greedy Williams, something like that. But they're going to take Brian Burns just to sure up their pass rush, especially now with Clay Matthews gone to the L.A. Rams. And Matthews is always banged up, but try to get your next Clay Matthews and Brian Burns, your next pass rusher. Um, so I believe that's the route they are going to take. So then at 13, we have the Miami Dolphins, and I believe they will take defensive tackle out of Houston, Ed Oliver. Oliver, he's interesting to me. I think he'll be good, but I'm not sure. The Dolphins really have a ton of holes defensively and offensively, so this is a big pick for them. They have, I believe this is their oh, yeah, this is their one first-round pick, and they have to hit on it. They have to scout heavily, be open to any trades, and try to fill in holes. Miami would be a team that would make sense to try to trade down and get like a second and a late first or something. For that um, pick to try to just hit, because there's a few guys at the end of the draft, but Ed Oliver to me, eh, he's a, he he to me, I think he'll be really good because he ripped it up at the pro day. He was real good. So you know, to me, I think 13 pretty much as far as he really will fall. This is a good pick for them. So I think Miami trading down was considered, but then when they find out Ed Oliver fell, they decide to take him. Uh, again, I don't know if, you know, you look at a team like my Miami, though, the only thing that makes them questioned is, like, we have so many needs and we're going to pick a defensive tackle. I, I think they would have aimed for Drew Locke, but he already went 10th, and you're not picking Daniel Jones 13th, especially with all their needs. So then at 14, the Atlanta Falcons take Rashan Gary. Uh, or maybe it's, it's Rashan Gary. I don't know why I said it like that. Defensive end out of Michigan. He's a pass rusher. Um, and I you know, considered Greedy Williams here the cornerback, but I decided to go with Gary. I think they need a pass rusher desperately, and I, I considered Williams because uh, Desmond Trufant signed with the uh, the Arizona Cardinals. So 
But they're going to go for Shane Gary. I think uh, a lot of people agree with me on that one. The only thing with Gary is he almost went ninth, but his production rate at Michigan State, he racked up a good amount of tackles, but the sacks just were not uh, as much as expected. So I think he's going to fall out of the top ten. Uh, number 15 is the New York Jets via Washington, that trade that I talked about. Um, they're going to take outside linebacker Devin Bush out of Michigan. Bush is a guy who Pittsburgh sitting here saying, you are kidding me. Devin Bush was our perfect guy, and we were hoping our he fell into our arms at number 20. They were really hoping that, I think. But Bush is a guy who I don't think will fall. I'm not sure where he goes. Some people think he could be a top five pick, and some people think he'll fall to number 20 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. He could go from five to 20. He's just one of those guys. And it's not because he's bad or anything. It's just you just don't know. So back-to-back Michigan um, picks here. Their defense was good. Um, and then they also had um, – I forget his name. Let me, let me see. I, I'm sorry. Uh, this will be quick. Don't worry. Um, they also had a, another good um, player on their defense, and I just have to find him. Uh, he's not going to get picked in the first round, but he was like a second-round pick, I believe. Um, Chase Winovich. He was another pass rusher. Um, he, he's, he's good. He's going to be good, uh, falling to the second round. Um, but I have Devin Bush going here, another guy. Pittsburgh's going to hope he falls into their arms, but the Jets are going to take Devin Bush, despite me just saying before, uh, they traded down so they can more aim for an offensive weapon for Darnold, but they're going to take Bush anyway. Um, so, you know, whatever. Um, we have another trade here. Carolina was the 16th pick, but they make a trade with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh would uh, give up the 20th pick in something else. It wouldn't be huge. Probably like a third or like a third round pick. It would probably be like their 20th pick and a third round pick for the 16th pick in the draft. So Pittsburgh moves up four spots to take cornerback Greedy Williams at LSU. Greedy Williams is a top 10 pick, but he kind of put himself in this spot due to some off-field issues. Um, but... I mean, the good thing about this is they, they need secondary help, the Steelers. I like their young pass rushers, guys like TJ Watt. Um, well, actually, I take that back. It's not Greedy. I'm sorry. It's not. It's uh, DeAndre Baker that I'm thinking. Greedy Williams doesn't have any um, off-the-field really issues. Um, it's mostly his will, will to tackle, but I think that's fine. Uh, you know, his will to tackle at LSU was not good. I, I just read this on my thing. Um, so that's the only thing. But I think 16th pick, they need help there. So this is a good pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They trade up to get Greedy Williams and make sure he doesn't fall any farther because I'm not sure he's going to fall um, farther than 16th uh, for for any team, to, to really be honest with you. Um, so now uh, we're going to take a quick break and then get to the next pick. Okay, so now with the 17th pick in the draft, it's the New York Giants, who had the 6th pick. And after picking Quinn and Williams, we're probably hoping Drew Locke fell. But Daniel Jones is more of their type. But they're not going to take Daniel Jones here. Instead, they're going to pick defensive end Cleland Farrell out of Clemson. They just picked um, Quinn and Williams with the 6th pick, and now 17th pick Cleland Farrell. They are focusing on defense here in the first round. After trading Odell, Eli's getting old and not picking Dwayne Haskins. 
They might have hoped that they could get Dwayne Haskins sixth and 17th. They might have hoped a guy like DK Metcalf fell or some receiver, but instead they're going all defense here and helping that pass rush with Farrell and Williams. That'll be a uh, good pass rush to come. Number 18th, the Minnesota Vikings are going to take Jonah Williams outside tackle at Alabama. Is it any doubt that the Vikings are going to take an offensive lineman with the 18th pick? To me, the answer is no. That's their biggest need. They need a uh, blindsided for Kirk Cousins. To be honest, I'm not a huge Kirk Cousins fan. I don't think he's someone who can take your team to the Super Bowl or very far in the playoffs. He's just soft. But overall, their defense, I think, is very good. It's top five in the league. They have arguably the best receiving duo in the league with Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. They have a good tight end in... um, Kyle Rudolph. Dalvin Cook's a nice young running back, but unfortunately for him, he's just a guy who can't stay healthy. And Kirk Cousins is a solid quarterback who can put up okay numbers in the regular season, just can't really carry your team very far in the playoffs when it really matters. But overall, they just need help on the offensive line. You know, you get a guy like Jonah Williams, if he can work out, that's going to help Dalvin Cook. It's even going to help Kirk Cousins, and it'll be it'll be a big help, and he's going to uh, be a big part, I think, uh, bigger than people think. 19th, we have Tennessee, and I have them picking Christian Wilkins. Now, this was tough. You could argue a few other guys, but instead, they're going to take Wilkins just to help shore up their defense. I think they Tennessee's one of those teams that's just so average. Um, and here, I feel like their defense is a little better than their offense, but they're going to pick Christian Wilkins anyway. A very underrated player out of Clemson. Doesn't get a lot of attention, but he's going to Tennessee. All right, so now we have um, the 20th pick, which belonged to Pittsburgh, but was traded in that trade that I just mentioned. Um, Pittsburgh trading their 16th pick and probably like a third-round pick for uh, their 20th pick and the third-round pick for the 16th pick. So now Carolina's here. Carolina purposely wanted to trade down, get value for the 16th pick, because they're going to pick Garrett Bradbury, the center on uh, NC State. I love Bradbury, and he's an offensive lineman, but... He was like a third-round prospect, and I said, whoever gets this guy, this is a steal. And he became a first-round prospect pretty quickly. And it just shows, once he started to get attention, oh, this guy's good. And he became a first-round talent. And I said, love this guy. And Carolina purposely trades down because the odds of Bradbury going ahead of number 20 is pretty – the odds are of that aren't great. Let's just say that. He could go to Minnesota, but that's probably about it. I mean, and even that's a bit of a stretch. But Carolina's trying to trade down here because Pittsburgh was interested in trading up. So they're like, sweet, you know what? Let's get a third-round pick out of our 16th pick to trade down and get the guy that we really want. Because when I look at that Carolina team, they have a lot of holes. But they need to protect Cam Newton badly. Newton's been banged up, and especially after losing Matt Khalil, who's their um, center, that offensive line is horrible, and they need to protect Newton before he gets injured even more, because he is just starting to become an injury-prone player that's just falling off a cliff. So they need to help him, Garrett Bradbury, who I think is going to be very good. Good pick here for Carolina. They get a sixth-round pick, um, trade down four spots and get their guy. That's good. Uh, a third-round pick, sorry, not a sixth. Alright, so now we have another trade. This is the third trade I uh, talked about. I said there would be three trades. Here's the third one. Um, the Seattle Seahawks trade the 21st pick in the draft to the Indianapolis Colts for the 26th pick in the draft and probably, like again, like a third-round pick um, or something like that. Um, 
I look at this trade, and when I see this, I say Indian Indianapolis is goal here was to trade up to try to get DeAndre Baker, who they pick at 21. They get the cornerback out of Georgia. I believe with this pick, the Seattle Seahawks would have either been interested in him or Byron Murphy, and Murphy's kind of one of those guys, like the production rate, so they would have either – I think Seattle would have been interested in getting one of those two guys to kind of get their uh, – uh, they always had like a good corner, like Richard Sherman, the guy they lost to the Lions. I forget his name. It's like Jordan Richards, who got paid way too much money. I'm pretty sure that was his name. So Pete Carroll wants to kind of keep that going with another cornerback, but instead Indianapolis, you know, gives them enough to trade up and get DeAndre Baker. It's very good. It's just um, the thing with uh, Baker. You know, you're probably sitting here saying, uh, "Why? Why is he fall? Why is he falling this, this much?" But um, it's just. Um, he's 5'11", but, um, he's a more consistent playmaker than Greedy Williams, I'll say that. So, you know, you kind of look at that, who's going to be better, I don't know. It's just because he's a little undersized. Um, sorry. Now we have at Baltimore, this is a lot of talking, uh, but it's what I do. Um, Baltimore, uh, at the 22nd pick, they're going to pick tight end out of Iowa, Noah Fant. Now, most people have Fant going to the late in the first round to, like, the Patriots or maybe the Rams, something like that. But the Baltimore Ravens realize this guy's more than the late first round pick. We'll pick a mid to late, not too high. But the Baltimore Ravens really need to give um, – Lamar Jackson some weapons. And right here at this spot in the draft, I feel like there isn't really a receiver. There's a lot of receivers late first, early second, but the Ravens can't really find a trade and, and just have to stay at 22 and said they're just going to take a tight end because they don't really have one. Uh, and I don't really feel like they have any receivers either, but they're going to focus on that a little later in the draft. Um, I don't know if they will. Well, probably. But they're going to pick Noah Fant here. I think he'll be pretty good. We'll see. All right, number 23, uh, the Houston Texans have the 23rd pick, and they're going to pick Cody Ford, an outside tackle at Oklahoma. I believe he can also play guard, um, which is interesting and nice. But for the Texans, the protection is not great. They don't really have a – I don't like Lamar Miller. I really think they lack a running back, which is easy to get. And Deshaun Watson, I feel like it's pressured a little too much, and they need help on the offensive line. So they're going to take Cody Ford, who can play outside tackle and guard, so – Hopefully that can help protect Deshaun Watson, give him a little more time to throw it down the field. Personally, I think they also need another receiver because I feel like they're tight end. I, for- I I don't know why I forget his name right now, but he's okay. But they have Willie Sneed, DeAndre Hopkins, which has potential, I think, to be a great duo. But Willie, uh, not Willie Sneed. God, what's his name? That's always heard on the Texans. Um... Sorry, one second. Let me look this up. Will Fuller, and then there's also um Kiki Cootie. So they don't really need a receiver, but they they if there's something they need offensively because they have a great defense. Um, they they really do have a good defense. I think they might need a little uh, secondary help, but they have a good defense. So let's build around Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins on offense, and the receiving core isn't really horrible, but it's just a little injury prone. Alright, so then number 24. This is an interesting pick that I wasn't a huge fan of doing myself, but I kind of looked at it and I said, eh, they're going to do it anyway. The Oakland Raiders, who have three first-round picks, decided with the 24th pick, they're going to pick outside tackle Andre Dillard out of Washington State. Now, despite just paying... 
you're, you're kidding. You're, you're actually, I forget his, I'm so I'm very forgetful right now. You know who it is that they just, they just picked. You can scream at me, I don't care. You can rant on me for forgetting Will Fuller's name and the guy that literally just played for the Patriots. Uh, Trent Brown. I said Brown, Brown in my head. Sorry, I, I'm sorry. You can rant on me for this. I don't, I don't care. I'm sorry. It, it's hard to remember all this stuff when you're just alone, like, uh, whatever. But you guys probably don't care. But they have Trent Brown, and I don't think Trent Brown's going to be very good. I feel like, you know, you have Dante Sharnakia, the offensive lineman whisperer. Um, so I feel like he's not really going to succeed. But they also need the other offensive tackle position, so they're going to take Dillard. Um, and with the um, fourth pick, they took Josh Allen, so they, you know, building their defense up. And there's a lot of options here, and I don't think Dillard's the best pick, but they're the Raiders, and they're going to make a mistake, especially with Mike Mayock, because he's literally a mock draft maker, not a GM, I think. All right, and then with the 25th pick, the Philadelphia Eagles take cornerback Byron Murphy out of Washington. This pick, again, lacks a little bit of production, but the Eagles are a team that, to me, don't have many holes at all, especially after getting Jordan Howard. I feel like they might need a receiver, and there's a lot of receivers on the board, but instead they say, you know what? We're going to take a quarterback. I feel like, you know, maybe they're like, you know, it's a little bit better need. I think I emphasize the need at wide receiver a little too much because they also have Zach Ertz, Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar. I feel like I hate on uh, Jeffrey and Aguilar just a little too much. But they do need that third receiver, and there's a few on the board. But they're going to take Murphy anyway. And overall, I don't think this is a horrible fit. But I'm not sure he'll succeed in the NFL. We'll see. So then right now it's Seattle Seahawks picking 26th, and they kind of had their eye on Murphy with um, Baker off the board, but he's gone. So now Seattle's like, how can we build around Russell Wilson? How can we do it? You've got, uh, like, Yanni Kajusti um, out of WVU, uh, West, uh, West Virginia University, right? WVU. Um... I'm I'm sorry. I I don't know how I forget this. How do, no way I forgot. How do I, West Virginia? Why does it say WVU? I'm stupid. Virginia. That's why. Sorry. Rent, please rent on me. I don't care. I don't even care. Um, at this point, but they're gonna take instead. Seattle's like, all right, we could take an offensive lineman, but. You know, Wilson can scramble. We'll give him a receiver. They're going to pick Akeem Butler, wide receiver at Iowa State. Call it a stretch, but I think he'd be a good fit. He's, he has good size for a receiver, and I think Doug Baldwin is kind of uh, overrated. Well, he's underrated. Like, he doesn't get in a lot of attention, but the people that give him attention overrate him. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think he's that great. He used to be all right, but last year he kind of fell off and – Tyler Lockett is more of a special teams guy. So they really need a receiver. And you can sit here and say, well, there's Nikhil Harry, A.J. Brown, Marquise Brown. But instead, they're going to take Akeem Butler, who is an interesting pick. But I feel like it's more of a Seattle thing to do. Pick a guy like Butler, and I think he'd be a good fit. He'll be all right. Um, 27th pick, um, the Oakland Raiders. Again, they're going to pick A.J. Brown, wide receiver out of Ole Miss. And the reason for this is, is back, back whenever – 
back when Nikhil Harry, a few months ago, when he was the biggest, best receiver in the draft, I'd always say, yeah, he's probably, I thought he was going to go to Oakland. But now that Nikhil Harry, probably, maybe you could even argue he might not even be top five. He's probably like top four, top five, in my opinion, receiver in this draft. But, you know, he's probably top four, top five, not top one or top two anymore. Um, he's not the Oakland Raiders guy, especially after getting Antonio Brown. They're going to take A.J. Brown because A.J. Brown reminds you so much of Juju Smith-Schuster. And Brown and Schuster played together in Pittsburgh, and it was a good fit. So they're trying to get their Juju Smith-Schuster, and they can run a little Pittsburgh offense. And I think this will be a good fit, pick. I think it'll be good. Um, uh, Antonio Brown and A.J. Brown, the two Browns. Um, Two A Browns, um, but I think he he reminds me like a Juju Smith Schuster, and this will be a great fit pairing with Antonio Brown. Number twenty eight, the Chargers are going to take wide receiver out of Arizona State, Nikhil Harry. We we're just talking about him. Most people think he might fall into the second round, but the Chargers may stretch for him a little bit. I don't think he'll be great. I don't know, but after they lose um, Williams in free agency, uh, their receiver. They want to go after a new one and keep giving, uh, despite having Keenan Allen and a good receiving core overall, and sure they need a tight end, but kind of the tight ends are off the board for now. They'll go get one later. They're going to take Nikhil Harry and keep uh, building around Rivers. Hope to get Josh Rosen. I don't think they will, but there's no one, no real quarterback or anything. Their defense is very good, so they're just going to take Nikhil Harry here. Number 29, defensive tackle for the Chiefs. They're going to take defensive tackle at Notre Dame, Jerry Tillery. Um, so this is kind of one of those picks where Tillery is, uh, you could say, <sighs> dominant. Um, you could say that. Uh, he's very good, I think. A good player, pretty dominating. And the Chiefs need that type of player on defense. They got Tyron Matthew, I say, like they have their safety so, they have their safety. They need a corner, but they need a pass rusher as well. So, you're saying, why Jerry Tillery? But I, it just feels right. I don't know. They have Chris Jones still. So, there isn't really a another guy. And I feel like he's kind of falling 29. That, that you know, I don't know if he'll fall to 29. But I think in this he will. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm talking to a wall. I'm sorry. Um, I'm kidding. Um, so then, number 30th, uh, at number 30, we have the Green Bay Packers. They're going to take safety out of Florida, Chauncey, oh, uh, Chauncey Gardner. Why, why won't it pop up? I'm sorry. Why won't it pop up? Look, I'm sorry today. This is horrible. I, I'm sorry. I, I. I, so I made the so basically let me give you the lowdown. I I made a mock draft right, made my own mock draft. So I'm not reading this off a website. I made my own mock draft and I picked uh, Chauncey Gardner. I'm pretty sure it's Webb, but it's not popping up the, the last part of his name. And I can't remember all these names, especially alone. Sometimes the pressure and just forget. It's 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 weird. Um. So, basically, I made this, and his name won't pop up. The end of it. So, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. And I actually made a mock draft back when I didn't know anything about this draft class. It was probably November, and I had him going to the Patriots in the first round. 
Um, I didn't know much, but I've seen him. I, I don't know why I forgot. I just did. But the Packers keep adding to their defense, especially after um after they picked Brian Burns. So they're just going to keep adding to their defense here and pick a safety, which is a need. I think, um, especially after HaHa ha Clinton Dix left, they need their next safety. Pick Johnson, Gardner Johnson. You can call it a bit of a stretch. Some people would say it's a stretch. Some people would say, well, isn't I don't really think it's much of a stretch. And number 31, the uh, Los Angeles Rams, who I feel like the Rams are a team that really doesn't have a big need. They are just a team that seems to be loaded at every single area. You could argue they need a defensive tackle now that Sue's gone, but they have Aaron Donald. You can argue pass rusher. They need a pass. Their pass rush is fine, please. Please. And their cornerbacks, they're good names, but they underachieved last year. I think their biggest need would probably be safety, and they were aiming for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, but they don't get him. But they're like, yeah, whatever. They're going to take outside uh, tackle out of West Virginia, Yodney Kajusti, who I feel like was either going to be an early second-round pick or a late first. Some people think he's going to be a mid-second. No, he's, he'll probably go at latest, I think. Um I think the Cardinals might aim for him or a team like the 49ers might aim for him. So latest, I think he goes 36, 37, maybe 38. But I don't see him falling too far other than that. He's pretty good. Uh, don't know a lot about him, but you know, one of those prospects that you don't really care about. Uh, and then number 32, my New England Patriots. I have him getting Dexter Lawrence. Uh, this guy, really, Dexter Lawrence is really good. And our biggest needs uh, in New England are – Defensive line, uh, wide receiver, and tight end. And then outside the numbers, wide receiver to be um, specific. Um, so we're um, going to pick Dexter Lawrence to shore up our defense. But then the second round, we're going to be aiming for some uh, wide receivers, some tight ends in the later rounds. We're, you know, But it always is risky because then the second round, you really got to – that's when the real scouting comes in. I don't know how many outside the uh, – line receivers we have so we'll see how this goes so again call into the anchor mobile app if you uh agree or disagree with my mock draft um so yeah that's all for the um mock draft um and that's all for today so again um what was i gonna say sorry again this is a little bit of a long episode but i was alone sorry i had those little uh times where i just I don't know why, I just was getting forgetful. I'm sorry I had you guys waiting. That doesn't usually happen uh, very much. But, again, so hopefully tomorrow we can do that thing with Thomas. But I can't, I cannot guarantee it at all. Um, But, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next time.